Garfield by Jim Davis, July 18th, 1978. Good news, Garfield. The administration says the rate of inflation is going down. That and a buck fifty will get you a cup of coffee. This comic strip has just blown my mind completely. I feel like I'm untethered. I've got no points of references or frames of references for this. What is this because you don't because you fundamentally so, don't understand economics? It's so unique to nine, July eighteenth, nineteen seventy-eight. Is it? Yeah. Oh, because inflation is currently skyrocketing. No, because like I don't. What is is a dollar and fifty cents a lot of money? I don't know. No. Oh, so what this is? Hey, we shit! To, this might be the first. Oh my time god! That we're actually, actually talking started. about comic. Oh, oh no. my word! Um, hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to I Don't Like Mondays. It is. The only podcast on the internet. It is the only podcast on the it's internet. It's the only podcast on the on internet. On the entire internet. On the whole wide right, internet. Right, so what we normally do is we review some Garfield comic strips. Um, One Garfield comic I'm, strip My name is Kat, and your name is... You We've been married. For, oh, I thought you'd forgotten my no, name. No, I was letting you say your name. Oh, I thought you were like, oh, I'm Kat and you're... Who no, are I you? was letting you. I was letting you say your name. Right. Okay. Any indication, rather than just looking at me in bewildered silence, oh would God. have been a delight. For we've been married for like seven what years. What is your name? We've been married for seven <laughs> years. Tell everyone what your name is. Hello, my name is Guy. I'm one of the two hosts of I Don't Like Mondays, a husband and wife unedited Garfield review podcast. Yeah, I should also note that you've got a new computer set up. I've got my glasses on. You've got your glasses on, and we've got you've got a new computer set up, which means that you've got like prime position in front of the monitor and everything, and I'm just sort of squatting to one side with like wires in the way, and well, as just, if it's like, your station as a bad a real second class citizen. Well, do you want to swap here. places? No, because that chair is like really uncomfortable sit on. Really uncomfortable sit on. Really uncomfortable sit on. Yes. Really uncomfortable sit on. No chair. No chair. No chair. Thank no you. No chair sit on. So. The idea, it's not that a buck fifty is expensive. I don't want to talk about Garfield today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what what are what are we reviewing today? Is it the Sega-sational world of Sonic? No, Comic? Um, we are reviewing this cup of tea I've just made. Review this cup. I go go ahead. It's really nice. Is that a review? Yeah. Is that a, is it's that got, critically? It's got a nice sort of brown colour. Right. A, a pleasing consistency. What other consistencies could tea? Mind you, I suppose it could be Sweet. like it could be like sticky. no, that's not a con- sticky Thick. as a consist. I was going to say like the Costa up the road, where the people who <laughs> work there decided yeah. when you ordered a gingerbread latte that what you wanted was the gingerbread man to drown in the coffee. So when you got to the bottom of your drink, you like had rubble, a, a horrible, rubble. fibrous slurry hitting your lips and made you think that the milk was off and you were just getting yeah. little bits of free cottage cheese. That was cheese. a bit weird, wasn't it? It happened for months. Yeah, months. I don't think they quite realised. So I really want to explain to you the expression that in a buck fifty will get you a cup of coffee. Well, surely you should save that for when we come to that panel. Okay, I'll save that for when we come to that panel. Right. Well, what do we do in this podcast? We, we, we review Garfield. We've been reviewing Garfield from the beginning. Have you like had a head injury? Because you can't remember my name. You can't remember. Oh, this is episode. It's for people who are listening. What is the podcast? This certainly isn't. Is it? From Have you forgotten that we're recording a podcast? We're doing. Do you think what? we're just talking? I wouldn't be surprised if, like, you had me sit down in a specific corner to talk to me about Garfield for a while. The first yawn of the podcast, ding, 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 for those of you that are counting. Um, Look, I'm really sleepy. We've been for a walk this morning. Whose fault was that? Yours, you suggested it. I know. It was really nice. We saw a woodpecker. 
We did see a woodpecker and we saw a lot of really good dogs. I picked up a branch that had fallen, put it behind my head and went... Like a moose. Like a... Well, a deer. Do deer make that noise? They can if they want to. I'm not going to tell them. I feel like if you told a deer what they should and shouldn't do, you'd be the idiot. Like you could, you could tell a deer to recite Shakespeare, but I'm not sure it could. You'd be surprised. Yes, I would. Yeah, well, yeah. yes. Um, we also we saw some deer. Yeah, we yeah we did. They were doing, really good. They were doing. We um, saw some nice camellias. Doing the works of Francis Bacon. It was a bit chilly in the shade, but the sun was nice. Saw a little stream. Yeah, that was fine. And it's like, what time is it now? Saw a woodpecker. Oh, it's only like ten to one, and I'm. We've had a whole day of adventure. It's ten to one on a Sunday. We're recording a podcast about Garfield the Hedgehog. And it's... (laughs) Even saying that... Garfield the Echidna. Oh, no, stop it. (laughs) Garfield and friends and friends and friends. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is episode 30. Is it? This is episode 30. That's pretty good. That's That's around... About a week's worth of... um, Like, you know, if your average working week is 35 hours... Oh, right. Okay. Minus lunch breaks. Okay, we've done a, a work week. But we have done this over the course of two years because we would record this podcast so intermittently yeah. that when we recorded a new episode, it was basically the same as the previous episode because all of the realisations were just... We'd forgotten them and they were happening back to us at that moment. Well, there's only so much you can say about Garfield, really. You'd think. And yet, <laughs> here we are. He's an orange the, cat. You, The past four episodes, you have said that he is not a cat. But he is also an orange cat. This is fucked up. This is why... The... It is possible to hold those ideas in your brain simultaneously. You cannot be a cat and not be a cat. You can. No, you cannot. see n'est pas un chat. No. As I believe I have previously stated. No, no. No, no. You're... No. No. This is a representation of a cat. This is a simulacrum of a cat. Don't say this is... A... Don't do cocaine thoughts. <laughs> How are those cocaine thoughts? Those are, coherent. Those are absolutely cocaine oh my thoughts. God. If I mean, I've never I, had it, and I I've don't never like, done cocaine. I don't and I've like no being near to. people who are on no. it. But those right there are cocaine thoughts. Garfield is a simulacrum of a cat. Am, am I wrong though? Big sniff. Am I wrong? I don't know because I'm not on. The examine cocaine. that thought for a moment. What would the what would okay. the what's a simulacrum? Um, sort of a a, a copy. Okay, what's a cat? An artificial copy. A cat is not an artificial no, copy. No, I was answering the previous segment. I'm, I'm wildly generalising. What is a cat? Uh, it's a four-legged creature. It's got sharp bits on it. That's a deer. Um, it's got a long... Um, that's an like, elephant. That's, that's an elephant. All oh, right. Okay. Um, and it's got quite sharp pointy teeth, um, unless it's Moxie. Because <laughs> she has no she teeth. She has no teeth. Okay, so what's a Garfield? Uh, it's a cartoon image of a cat. Okay. Yeah, see? No, these are cocaine thoughts. (laughs) These are, I've had a walk and done a... The entirety of this podcast is cocaine thoughts in that case. Done a key bump, and now I'm off to have a a big fucking think about Garfield. Done a key bump? It's when you put cocaine on a key and then sniff it into your nose. Because you're a nasty man. no idea about any of these things. I've, you know, even if it were legal, I'd have absolutely no desire to do I don't want do something that makes me more of an asshole. I like, I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. Like, at the base level of being a prick I am, it's not to everybody's taste, but anything that turns that up a bit more, like, I, 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 just, why would I... I don't see the point when you can have a nice sit down. When you can... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that about having a walk. Walks. Nature's cocaine. Yeah, in a way. 
We're all going to get high from spring. quite spring randy like when you're on the tube and you see lots of people looking all beautiful because their sun their faces are a bit flushed with the sun and you fall in love like seven or eight times per tube journey not really i'm just sort of at the moment more thinking about why isn't that person wearing a mask why is this tube so dirty i'm so tired Mm. um you know like in in the past maybe but right now i'm just kind of I'm focusing on how angry I am that I have to be on a train. How long has that purple quality street suite been in that area? On that desk? Oh, months. I, I Absolutely bought, months. I bought you a, a latte with that as a hat. Did bought, you? Yes, that was, from, that, a, what it was, that from? was from a coffee, and it sat on top of it as a hat. And oh. one of us needs to eat it, because it's... We'll have it today, It's like the it. chocolate of Damocles. Yeah, you have it. I, what, is it your, it's your suite. I know, but I'm not like on a chocolatey mood today. Huh? But oh, it's all the cocaine that's ruined your appetite. Oh my it? god! No, feel free to have it. So, the, the domestic conversation. <laughs> like honestly, there's not much to this comic. No. Um. Oh, there's what this. So we've not really talked about the lasagna cat videos from. We haven't Fatal covered those. Farm, no. I think. Um. There was a YouTube series called Lasagna Cat, where it was a live action. Uh, performance of various Garfield comic strips where there'd be somebody dressed as John Arbuckle, there'd be somebody in a quite good 70s Garfield not a cat suit, but a cat suit you know what I mean, don't at me um, the backgrounds were the sort of the weird pastel slash luminous yeah, colours yeah. and it would be just straight line deliveries of John Arbuckle to Garfield with an audience laugh track on it afterwards and a badum tish and then a music video. And then it would deconstruct, wouldn't it? It would it would sort of um the the there would be a, rec- a recreation of the comic strip and then the comic strip would somehow be deconstructed by whatever music video was put. Be music and so the music yeah. video or, might or, be a nine inch nails thing or a Final Fantasy VII battle theme. And and the characters from that comic would find themselves in the world that was informed by the music. I'd argue that it was one of the kind of first internet manifestations of Garfield as a, like, focus point, Mm. a locus or a nexus for um, the sort of cultural deconstruction that that has kind of come to characterise a lot of internet culture. A lasagna line. A a lasagna line, yeah. Um, But there's there's that video about what the internet did to Garfield that I do need to watch because it sounds quite interesting. Um, and it probably touches on that. The the reason I mentioned the uh, considerably better series, Lasagna Cat, is there would be, strip acted out, there'd be a... And then quite quiet, polite audience laughter. Yeah. That is exactly what I get from this. Polite, yeah. like yeah. a badumtish, like you might get on an American Saturday night TV show with a live house band. A little badumtish. Ah. Yeah, it's. I know we've said this before, but it's very mild. This it's one, very thin. Yeah, this very is like, thin pickings. What are some of the mildest things that you can think of? Cross stitch. Cross stitch. Parma violets. Parma violets. They're not mild. That's no, quite a strong flavour. Okay, no, that's, that's powerful. Strong. I think thematically mild, but on the mouth, quite quite yeah. strong. Cross stitch. I don't know. Cross stitch is, is cross stitch mild. I think it's the repeated. I think traditional of... traditional cross stitch is mild, but actually a lot of cross stitch these days is like incredibly a sort of the assertive. Punk, assertive. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like cross stitch, but I am very mild sometimes. 
are very spicy sometimes. And sometimes. You, and you will only let yourself down. Sometimes I'm very spicy, You're but very sometimes spicy. I want to be mild. Sometimes. The, the duality of Catherine. What's the mildest food? I don't mean in the sense of blandness of flavour. I mean in the sense of, like, maybe a sort of basicness. To, this is a basic comic. What is what is the mild and basic well, of food? Before, well, before we get on to... Well, no bollocks before this this podcast meanders. Um, I don't know whether July 18th, 1978, maybe this was insightful political commentary. Maybe there was. That's thing. what I'm thinking. This is this is why I said right at the beginning. Um I I'm not I'm not sure that we have the frame of reference for this. It might genuinely have been contemporary in the sense well, not I mean, it was because it was. You know what I mean? In the sense that, you know, there's there's a sort of bit of background context here that we just don't have. And that there are, you know, there's sort of information that we would be assumed to know. That people reading the newspaper at the time would have gone, oh. And in a way, I suppose that's sort of, I don't want to say revolutionary, but it is revolutionary in terms of our concept of Garfield because Garfield is like timeless now. Garfield has. Garfield remarking on modern events. It's become dislocated from any kind of. yeah, like politics or observation or anything other than like you know, again the mildest and blandest of things. Mondays are bad. Mondays, well, Mondays aren't bad though. Not necessarily. What? All right. First of all, Garfield isn't a cat. Now Mondays are a positive force for good in the world. Explain it can yourself. Be. Like if you're on holiday, Monday is the first day of your holiday. Not if you're on holiday on Saturday. Well, yeah, but like Monday's the first day when you're like, oh, I'm not in the office. Oh, I'm not at work. Not working. I'm on a beach, or I'm in a nice restaurant or a cafe, or ooh, I'm looking at the sea. And everyone else, <laughs> everyone else that I work with is is having to do shit. Welcome to Holiday Thoughts with <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> yeah, Kelly. now I'm just thinking about holidays. <laughs> Today we are at an all-inclusive three-star restaurant. It's fine. No, no, I don't want to go on holiday there. I don't want you, to go on would. holiday to an all-inclusive five-star resort. You wouldn't know what to in a do with yourself place. in an all-inclusive five-star resort. You'd apologise to everybody. Someone <laughs> would bring you something and you'd say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then you'd have to like stand outside lashing yourself with some local <laughs> fauna. Yeah, that's right, fauna. You'd pick up a deer and beat yourself with it in order to atone for the, the grave sin of having a nice time and eating a sandwich that a pleasantly tanned man has brought to you. Well, I'm I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> you, you I'm not going to do this podcast. I quit. Okay. How are you? We're not... <laughs> it's, it's like you walking it's me away. walking away, yeah. Once again, the, the natural foley artist <laughs> that lives within you, of you plapping your hands on your thighs like an enthusiastic duck <laughs> running towards some frozen peas. Well, oh dear. Yeah, well, you've just insulted me. I've not insulted you. You did. How is that, that a big insult? We've moved more towards this. No, I'll be a little. <laughs> be a little bit louder. No, something. no, I refuse to be a little bit louder. No, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this comic strip. I don't mind doing the podcast. I just don't want to talk about this comic strip. It's not. But I suppose we should. The first panel. Yeah. Good news, Garfield, says John Arbuckle. John Arbuckle is sitting in a weirdly small chair for the size oh of his God, body. Oh, God, it is small. It's like a, a it, child's arm. This chair. is like when we go to Ikea and you roll your eyes because I immediately sit in the smallest chair and say, look, I'm a king. Uh, hang on, kings have ch- big the chairs. Child, the child chairs. 
child chair. I sit, I sit in a small chair, and it's funny because I'm a big man. And then you go... <sighs> yeah, because like I'm anxious that you're going to break and it. And I say, or, Catherine... Or get your bum stuck in it or something. No, but that would be... And it'll be yet another fucking outing with Frank Spencer. <laughs> Betty, I've got my bottom stuck in a tiny chair. And now I'm running around Arcadia and all of the security guards are chasing me. I've gone the wrong way, system, on my roller skates. He was the phantom of the opera. He was. You kick me yet. Yeah. Um, He didn't sing that. No, he didn't. What is the bit the ghost there? Like, oh, I'm a ghost. (laughs) Like, what's what's his... Um, He's singing about... God, I can't remember. A spooky boy. Isn't it the song that he sings with Christine about being the Phantom of the Opera? He's like, the song that basically goes, This is the reason why (laughs) we are all here. (laughs) I am a naughty man. I am a very rude person in here. This is my house. I can't sing that though. This is my house. It then, is all wet. Christine gets all... <laughs> <laughs> because Andrew Lloyd Webber was shagging Sarah Brightman and her voice goes all... Was he doing that? Yeah, they were married. He's an awful man. He is. He Imagine is marrying awful. that man. Ugh, no thank you. Well, you know, if you're into horrible toad what, men... With what was it that partners, attracted you to Millionaire to Paul Daniels? Yes. Yeah. Um... Why were we talking about? Because you were worried about me getting sat in a tiny chair and getting my bum stuck <laughs> like and having to and having yeah. to run round in a sort of low crouch position while IKEA staff chase me and sort of dive at the chair that <laughs> stuck to my bum. But because I'm quite quick, I like move yeah. back and and it's a whole situation. Um, so I think you could have an updated version of the Phantom of the Opera where the Phantom lives in IKEA, mm. like. So IKEA is the catacombs under the Paris Opera House, right? Um, and like he, you know, because he knows in in Phantom of the Opera, the Phantom knows like all the back passages. Do <laughs> I bet he does? Yeah, do. of okay. of the Opera House. Well, the Phantom of the IKEA knows, knows the secret all, knows routes. the secret routes. He knows the shortcuts. He knows the stock rooms. So you know, oh Is god, it... that sounds like something that like a student theatre group would take to Edinburgh. And they'd all lie on the Royal Mile with flyers for it. We're all dead. Wow. When I did A-level drama, we did a Brechtian um, adaptation of Frank Kafka's The Trial. Um, Do you it know was what? I, I every love, bit as shit as it I sounds. love literature. I love plays. I love the theatre. I don't get to go nearly as much as I'd like to to go and watch serious theatre. And even I could feel my entire body just shriveling up and Sleep as he said that. I'm really sorry, but that sounds Don't like. Don't ask me what a man is. Don't ask my advice. Like most, I don't know what a man is. All most... I know is his price. Dull evening. I'm really sorry. It well, of course so it was. Dull. It was A level drama. Oh, yeah, but like. A level drama can be interesting. And it shouldn't just be Brechtian tedium. Well, we wanted to do Brechtian tedium. That was our choice. What's wrong with you? You've married me. You've had. Over a decade of time to work out precisely what's wrong with me. It's well over a decade, isn't it? When did we get together? Was it like 2008? Jesus. I think it was. Fuck. So that's... That's a while. It was like May 2008. It was 2008, wasn't it? May 2008. Oh, that's why I get depressed around this time of year. 
it's... So we've been together 14 years. That's yeah. nice. Wow. That, that that's a lot. 50 will get you a cup of coffee. What? You said it again. Yeah. What? Well, I was just about to talk about how nice it is that we've been together for like nearly 14 years and you just said something at me from a Girlfield comic. Well, yeah, but it is also, you know, it's, it's fine. You're nice. It's nice. Mm. We saw a woodpecker. That was good. Look, I think you've dismissed my idea about the Phantom of the Opera oh. being the Phantom of Ikea. Go on then. No, that's it. I just think it'd be really good. And like Christine is a new stock worker right. who comes in and like instead of being able to sing really well, her talent is that she's very good at organising. Who is this bloke? He's over here. He's by the loose. These cupboards in the drawer are very neat. The phantom of Ikea, he is here. Beside my feet. Oh my God, he's so tiny. <laughs> so so we've, we're now onto a sort of elves and the shoemaker yeah, situation. The phantom of Ikea is a foot tall. Is a little, a little is a goblin. tiny little guy. A little who, goblin. Does he build a the tiny furniture little guy. for you? No. Right. Because it's flat pack. But He does the um, little guides. So he is the person that's like, you know, when you have like the flat pack Ikea. Oh, he's the little he, man. He models himself after the little man who's like looking really confused. Right. And then you see him in the next thing, like phoning up Ikea and looking much happier because he's phoned Ikea about his flat pack furniture. Right. Do you know the one I mean? Yeah, no, I know yeah, the, the weird little guy. Yeah, he's, the weird he's, all, guy. he's all round apart from bits that are pointy. Like yeah, cats. that's what the Phantom of Ikea looks like. That's what the Phantom of Ikea... Right, okay. Go on then. Write, write it. No. Write, write it. I'm not going to, get no. a, a four-week run uh, to North Down. For somebody who professes to enjoy performance. That's not performance. That's just, that's a, this is like when you get like a whole television series based off a pun that one of the producers came up with in a pub. Name three. Yeah. If I'm not on the spot, I could. That's not a show. It is now. Is it? Yeah, it's pe- members of the public having a reckon. Oh God! It's just speak your brains. Like, oh God! I know I say this oh, every. We need speak your brains every episode, but even for us, this is this is unusually poor quality content. I mean, there were good bits about the IKEA singing, like that was good. But I feel like we're are we? Is the we're, energy... we're avoiding yeah, talking about I the show. The we... energy's been sucked out of the room by this yeah, comic. The, the energy of of our podcast and the the quality thereof. I think is solely dependent on not what we have to to work with, but just what what What's the strip radiates. Yeah, yeah. So there's an aura of like polite applause, and then everyone going on with their Sunday to this strip. There was an episode of the Generation One Transformers series where the Autobot Power Glide, who was an aeroplane, what became a bloke, or rather a bloke, what became an aeroplane. Were there any Transformers which did not become a bloke? Uh, or, a, was... or a, a lady or a robot of non-specific gender. In some of the later stuff, I think there is. They, the, some of the later comics, which is set sort of in the G1 world with Generation 1 characters, I think they actually do interesting stuff with gender in those. Um, what I was going to say is that this guy falls in love with a human woman called Aurora. Like the bad Sonic game. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that doesn't narrow things down, does it? <laughs> no. Like the bad Sonic no. game. I no. How do you make a good 3D Sonic game, Catherine? I don't think you can. Because the, the whole point of Sonic is speed. 
Um, and if you're wanting to have speed in three dimensions, you just make a racing game. You make wipeout. You make wipeout. That's how you get yeah, wipeout. That's how you get wipeout. Um, you were talking about Transformers. Yeah, but now I'm thinking about Sonic. Have you had your pills today? Not my second dose. That which, explains which, a lot. I think about Sonic often, with or without <laughs> government-provided speed. You're leaning away from me. Yeah, it's because my back hurts. Oh, no, so I'm um, just getting in different positions. In so different positions. Yeah, no, I actually. No, am. I'm no. just. No, so I'm like, leaning my elbow against the thing so that I can rest my back against this bit, and then in a bit I'll move that. No, I mean a, like a, a yoga company for bored people called In Different Positions. Bored people, as in like the chairman of a board. Oh my god! No, obviously in uninterested. Uninterested. Not right. planks. No, I genuinely was wondering. What, but in different. <coughs> Excuse me. This is an unedited podcast. That is an unedited podcast. What do you mean, bored people? Indifferent positions. No, explain this to me. Indifferent. Oh. Jesus wept. Indifferent as in don't as in, care about. Yes. Well, when you said that, when whenever anyone says anything or whenever I hear language, Whenever anyone says anything, whenever, all I hear Whenever is spoken music. language occurs in my vicinity, <laughs> right. um, there's sort of a little part of my brain that's constantly processing it. And it's almost like there's a little kind of translator that runs in my... I don't see it, but it, it's almost like it... I could if I close my eyes, if that makes sense. But it's like closed caption. So when you said indifferent, I saw in different and then a gap between them and no amount of like, um, and, until you placed emphasis on different words, that's all I can think when you say indifferent in that sense. So if you take away that gap, oh, it's indifferent. But this is why I can't do crosswords because I can't make those connections and I'm why I'm shit at puns because like once something has a meaning it has a, a meaning unless I sit down and consciously But think you about like poetry and the yeah. whole point of yeah. poetry is what if words meant fucking nout Yes but th- that's different because you're Yeah go on then you're, justify you're consci- poems you're, you're sort of you, you know you're you're expecting of variations of connotations What explain poems Yeah how long have you got Um enough time to boil an egg go 6 minutes on poems it's words. That egg is but, undercooked. But sometimes it sounds. What? <sighs> like I rhymes. Not like I frames. It's when you get to a bit of a poem Explain and then no one poetry. will attack you. Okay. Humans are complicated little creatures. Incorrect. <laughs> no, humans are complicated little creatures. We're basically apes with anxiety. We're dirty bags of water. That used to live in the sea, and then one day we decided that we wanted to walk around on the earth, and we had to take some of our seawater with us. Can, but no, you can't. No, no, no. You, t- no, you asked no, me no, no, to talk about no, this poetry. Is, no, this is I am no, this is very. Poetry. This is very important. No, absolutely I, no, not. You do I, not interrupt no, no, me. So no, no, humans no, no, are very anxious no, this is, little creatures. This is very important. I saw somebody tweeting along the lines of, you know, somebody said like, oh, you know, we're, we're bags of dirty water. We're just meat with electricity. And somebody made a very good point that even though that is often said as a joke, it can be. It's important to not reduce yourself to that because humans are infinitely complex and fascinating. And this is the point I am making if you had let me continue. Oh, 14 mm. years. We're not trying to not make 15, <laughs> are we? Okay. No, but genuinely. So what I'm saying is, and yes, there was a reason why I was kind of undermining that, is that, that, that therein lies the, the rub. There is the rub that Hamlet spoke about. That we are these incredibly complicated. That would be a great complex... name for like a Shakespearean thing barbecue restaurant. There's the rub. There's yeah. the rub. We are these incredibly complex. I need to tweet that. Don't. We're incredibly complex. I'm containing multitudes over here. Look at me. You're I'm complaining multitudes more like. 
Um, nice. So on the one hand, we we are essentially, as I say, these, these apes with anxiety that have got ideas above our station. But on the other, we are, you know, it's what Terry Pratchett talked about. You know, we are the falling angel meeting the rising ape. And because of that, we have so many internal contradictions. Um, and we we fundamentally, you know, that whole thing about like you're born alone and you you live alone and you die alone because no, you will never be in you anyone else's. You will never be in anyone else's head. But at the same time, there's this kind of fundamental um, and absolutely um, inherent, um, you know, sort of almost as much as breathing. We need to communicate. That's that's what humans do. That's why we're so successful. We talk to each other and we communicate. And by communicating, we can get other people to feel an approximation of what we are feeling and therefore have a shared experience. Poetry is one of the vehicles by which we do that. Music is another. Um, dance is another. Um, all these kinds of ways of expressing human feelings and human experiences so that other people can experience them. If, and we can have a shared moment of, I understand that, you are not alone for this moment. If I asked somebody how they were feeling and they danced at me, I'd think I was talking to a bee in disguise. I'd think that something had slipped. But what if you went to the theatre... Um, to watch a ballet, I would and never do this. <laughs> or it but, just oh, like I think, what who does what a weird thing to do. When you want to communicate an emotion to someone, what do you do? I'll let you know when that comes up. <laughs> what do you, you, I don't know. But you do want to communicate your emotions to people, presumably. You know, if something's really important to you, you want other people to know how you're feeling about it. And then you do a podcast about it. Biz. No, I'm making a serious point here. Like, you know, poetry is... And some people say, oh, what's the point of poetry? Well, that's absolutely fine and grand for you. There might be something else that works for you. That might be listening to music or it might be, you know... Um, yeah, it might be drawing, it might be art, it might be painting. It might even just be sitting quietly and companionably in the same room with someone else doing different activities. But at the same time, there is shared communication there. And that's what poetry is. It's a way of these sort of dirty bags of water that we are. And I don't say that in a derogatory way. I say that in a, my God, how far we've come kind of way. To be able to spark the little electrical currents and create something that's more than the sum of its parts, that contributes to that network of communication that's so important to humanity in both the individual sense and in the collective sense. And when that breaks down, that's when we, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why in kind of dictatorships, art, Poetry, music, dance, drama, all of those things are the first to go. Yeah, art has to be representative. Art has to be representative, yeah. yeah. And that's why you have, you know, kind of Soviet realism, you know, where it has to be uh, constrained and leashed and deployed only in the service of something which is an inherently destructive and um, containing and, you know, sort of um, constraining force. And that's why, because otherwise people will communicate. And if you know how someone else is feeling... You can't shoot them. You know, if you know how someone else is feeling and you can empathise with them, you're not going to take their stuff off them. And it's kind of fundamental to the perpetuation of these, you know, systems of oppression that we that these things are, are removed and it's the first to go. What how do you how do you get an indifferent and um, you know, sort of docile population? You stop teaching them about poetry. You stop, you know, saying Oh, we'll do so much on drama. You say to them, "Oh, we need people who are, you know, good workers. We'll just make sure they've got their maths GCSE, and that's it." 
I know I've gone off on one here, but this, no, Jen, asked, you no, asked me I, to I tell you what you. poetry is, and I've told you what poetry is. Um, whenever you say bags of dirty water, I just think of when I worked at a caravan shop <sighs> and put here a we hot go. dog bun here we go. in a Ziploc bag with a can of Coke and left it in the first aid kit because there was nothing else in the first aid kit. It was there for I thought you were going to say there was nothing else to do. Then. Oh, no, there was also <laughs> fuck all else to do. And that's been Cat's Thoughts on Poetry for exactly six minutes. Take your egg off the boil. And now you've got a soft-boiled poetry yeah, egg. You, you asked me to tell you what poetry is. No, I did. I have told you what poetry is. You did, is. and you did it within six minutes, which yeah. was, you fit the brief. Yeah. I still don't know what poems are. Like, just rhyme. Have a little, like, there once was a man with a bum, and his hat was also a bum. <laughs> <laughs> when, See, that's funny, because it undermines the um, conventions when of When he poetry. showed you his bum. And also his It subverts bum. my expectations. There you go. That's why it's funny. You, you can actually deconstruct no, this the frog without be- killing it. This is funny because I said the word bum. And you are yeah. wired to laugh at yeah. the word bottom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have of late, though wherefore or I know not, lost, lost my all bottom. my bum. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it, right. Okay. Um, for advice on sellotape products, contact bum. Yeah. See? Yeah, but again, my expectations was inverted. I was not expecting the word bottom on the back of a sellotape packet. Place between index and middle bum. That's funny. Middle bum? If you said place between butt cheeks, that would have been very funny indeed. Carefully pull off front. Yeah. Maybe I will. And again, a point I was making, it is entirely possible to deconstruct the watch to find the tick without the tick disappearing. Once you know how to to do it. Once you know how to do it with poetry. And with prose and with drama and all the rest of it. It's it, entirely possible to simultaneously know how something is done without that undermining your reaction to it. If we got Benito Serino on this as a guest, he could actually talk to us about having written the tick. That's very true. That's very cool. But he would also have to talk about Garfield, and I think I think I just feel like that would be too disrespectful. It, it would be for, disrespectful. for someone of that stature. That calibre. Well, he is a very tall yeah. man. He doesn't sound like a tall man. He sounds very gentle for a tall man. A lot of tall men really you, are. Well, but like I'm, I'm tall and I've got quite a quite a You're deep voice. You're quite gentle. Well, yeah, but that's because I'm worried. Is he a more powerful? Is boy? He, he, Benito Serino is a more powerful boy than I am. He's <laughs> like six foot six or six foot eight or something. He's a long, a long scholar. Well, that man. Yeah, but, but also has very interesting opinions. Have yeah. we actually promoted apocryphal? Oh, we must have done we at some point. Done Folks, yeah. if you'd like to podcast. listen to whatever the opposite of this is. Yeah. Actually, Apocrypals is this, but for the Bible. Oh, um, yeah. But with, like, research With and research editing. and editing. And it's, uh, they go and, through and, the... And genuine scholarship. Yeah. As, as they describe themselves, it's a podcast where two non-believers read through the books of the Bible but try not to be jerks about it. Yeah. They go through associated Apocrypha. Genuinely interesting. It is really good. I, I highly recommend it. I've learned what a shofar sounds like when blown by a tall man. We should talk about this comic strip. So, you you asked me to talk about poetry and I did. What happened was I said that this man's seat was very small. Oh yeah, and, and then, then we got distracted. And then this <laughs> happened. So John Arbuckle is sitting in a very small chair. He is looking at the newspaper and he he looks thrilled. He looks very happy. He really and does. he is oh good news like um, Evangelion, you know uh, the like eat what? Not Evangelion the show, but good news. What, the Bible? Evangelion. It's, you know, when you, you evangelise, like good... you bring the good news to people. Yeah, yeah but what, why did your mind leap immediately to Japanese no, that's, anime? No, but I didn't. I like like Evangelion, like evangelism. 
Oh, I see. Right. Jesus Christ. He's the guy. He's like he's the number one. Why guy. didn't you just say evangelism then? Because I was thinking, or, of like the, good news, as in you know the good news. Because I was thinking of the Apocryphal's T-shirt that I own, which has the Ava Unit zero one holding pilot, the body of Christ. Pilot the Ava, Jesus. Holding the body P- of Christ pilot like the cross, Jesus. Like the is it oh, Pieta? Pieta, Pieta yeah. Like right. the, holding the body of Christ like the Pieta, and it says good news underneath it. I am astonished. Live Garth Love. Live Garth Love. We need yeah. to make that T-shirt. Maybe I'll do that this afternoon. That'd be nice. You can have a, a, a glass of wine and make a Garfield T-shirt. I don't have any wine. Well, you can have a glass and make a Garfield T-shirt. <laughs> Just an empty glass. An empty glass, yeah. That would feel appropriate yeah, somehow. exactly. Yeah, an empty glass. Anyway, should we do the second panel? No, we've not even fucking touched the not? first one. We I talked we about had. a small chair. We had talked about um, the... <laughs> The, 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 the Garfield's sitting on the floor um, he looks very next grumpy. to John. He looks really cross. It's like he's becoming his default status. Um, wow! Which every day is a school day on this podcast. Garfield. Wow! I got such a face then. But the point I was making is that you know he started off a little bit more cheerful, and I think um, Jim Davis is now kind of really um, getting into his stride in terms of developing Garfield's character I, as I, a grumpy. Cat. I don't think that's fair. I think that there are somewhere he has been very cheerful. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. That's I the point I'm making. I, no, I don't. Th- I don't think we're seeing a pattern. I don't think you can extrapolate from this. I think there's been a couple where he's been surly. I think there's been a couple where he's been a, a just a big fun lad having a big fun lad time. Um, I don't. I. I think it's too early to see patterns. We're thirty strips in. We can't possibly not just because there's over fifteen thousand strips to go. He's got such tiny eyes. Both of them do. Mm. Like compared to how they end up. Like, yeah, Garfield's eyes in the later ones. Uh, have I talked about he looks like the basilisks from Dark Souls? Garfield. Garfield's no. eyes. Well, because the basilisks have got the big fake eyes. And I just then the completely, tiny eyes. completely switched off for a second there. I wow. don't, don't quite know. I why. listened to you talk Sorry. about poetry for six minutes. <laughs> I think I just got totally distracted by how small Garfield's eyes were and it momentarily like took up every single available, <laughs> just, available piece of RAM in a, my brain. A, a yeah. Stack overflow. Yeah, I did. I had a buffer overflow because of how small Garfield's eyes are. So the first panel, good news, Garfield, says John Arbuckle. He is looking at the newspaper. He he's reading from the newspaper, I think, isn't he? Well, not he's, re- he's not reading good... Imagine if the headline in the middle it's of the newspaper... It's good news, Garfield. Good news, Garfield. It would have been, because this would have been in the, in the newspaper. Oh. Wow, how many onions does this layer have? Ogre. Get out of my swamp. Get out of my Shrek. Get out... Oh, there's probably there's some... too much Shrek. We talk and, about Shrek too not much. Enough. <laughs> not enough. Isn't not, it... Too much Shrek and not enough Christ. That's the problem. <laughs> With you can't, you can't. It's it's coming up to Easter now, but all the eggs are Shrek eggs, aren't they? They say, get out can of you, my swamp and you, you get, get a Shrek, Shrek egg, do you That's all you can get these days. No, no, I mean, really. The, no, you can. You go is into... Shrek still cultural capital? Can you get a Shrek? Or has, Shrek, I think, is sort of... He occupies the same space as Garfield does on the internet. Not to the same extent. I no, think, maybe I think not. I would say the same sport, but different leagues. Yeah. Was Shrek always an agent of... Shrek was a children's book. No, I mean Shrek culturally. Was Shrek always... Shrek in Is Shrek comments? culturally like love, actually? Yes. Where he stands outside somebody's house and just changes bits of cards that say get, and then another card that says out, out and then another card that says of, my, yeah. and then my, and then bum. Yeah. Honestly, thought you'd laugh at that. No, God fucking no, God. It'd be, <laughs> oh, it'd be ding. funnier if it was the word. If it was swamp. The, the word swamp. Well, yeah. this is the time of the podcast where Cat completely fucking destroys me. <laughs> that are keeping track. Just, 
just meeting me with wild indifference um, and, and putting me back in my place. I forgot the words, to... uh, everybody bites the dust. Oh. And I thought it was like, somebody is going to bite the dust. And I've... <laughs> I've and I honestly, until I, like, I felt like... Some... Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> somebody is going to bite the dust. Yeah, I... Nev- that was the song that they used in Shrek, wasn't it? I, look, I've never felt more like an old person who calls video games Nintendos. Because it was that bird video that I showed you yesterday where the birds chirped. And it's not... Somebody's going Yeah, like, somebody's going to bite the dust. And I properly felt like a dad. But embarrassing are myself, you, who was also the child. Are you mixing it up with somebody once told me the world was going to... Me. I am a big old Shrek in a shed. <laughs> I was looking kind of green. My demeanour is so mean. I have got a donkey with a long head. Yeah. Cause the Shrek starts smelling and, and the, don't don't, start I didn't want to say that Shrek starts coming. No, I didn't mean it in that way. You... I meant it in the sense of like lots and lots and lots of Shreks arriving at a swamp. And how unsettling. Well now I'm be. thinking about that as a as a dysphemism for ejaculate. Oh, the, 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 the multiple. I, we didn't have to. But you, you didn't have to. You didn't have to bring that image to the table. <laughs> you, could have, like, you could have just left it where it was. Like, but no. Like that video from the dog show. Fair in love with the girl at the dog show. Uh, like the video from the dog show where somebody superimposed Shrek over the dog oh my God, and it's running. Yes. But now I'm just thinking of like that run, but tiny. And in don't, you don't have to in say this. Also, you don't have to say this. I mentioned that um, that <laughs> video to our friend Doctor Smith, and mentioned that the dog had been replaced with a CGI Shrek. And I realised that saying CGI Shrek it's implies the existence yeah. of no, but it implies the existence of other meteor Shreks, <laughs> like not a meteor Shrek, a practical but, effects uh, Shrek. Uh, oh. Would that be great? Didn't they make a musical? I think they did. Yeah. I think they did. They shouldn't have. No, but I meant just like Shreks that exist in the world. Not like a prank. Yeah, I think you get them on question time. (laughs) Was that a tiny little... My backpack was so disgusted with me. Being heckled by running gear. God, what Thousands of tiny Shreks entering oh. your swamp. No, no, no. That's... No, stop it. What? No. That's what You're you... bringing the tone down. Are You're you... being too spicy. I am not being you too are being spicy. too spicy. It's funny because Shrek farted in a toilet and the fart was bad. Did he? Oh, I've but... not seen Shrek in Well, the other day I started re-watching it and... You re-watch? I, yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> no, for my, my yearly Shrek re-watch. Yeah. <laughs> I, what I'm basically doing is... Um, Watching Shrek. Didn't it come out in like two thousand one or something or two thousand two? I think it was. I think it was like just when I was going to university. So like I remember seeing it like on the telly or something at Christmas it's, or something. But it was like I was like eighteen. This and, is going and to nineteen, and it was wild. therefore well. Like at that point, I was far more interested in like going to the pub. This is going to sound Shrek. really stupid. Shrek looks worse than you remember it looking. It might be you've got such fond memories of Shrek three. That you think that's I've never how seen the first... Shrek three. You never seen Shrek? I don't know if I've seen Shrek three. I got a text from my little brother the other day saying Princess Fiona's human form was a nocturnal cannibal. 
Um, and he backed this up by saying that she was looked, you know, looked after by a dragon. I don't think what do maidens get looked after by dragons? I think the dragon was like supposed to be a kind of. It was obviously a subversion of the trope whereby the maiden in the tower is guarded by the dragon and has yeah, to be rescued yeah, yeah. by night and blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, we blah. don't need to relitigate Shrek on this podcast. I mean, you say that, but that's precisely episode. what is happening here. Um, but yeah, but he it's was... like a sort of, you know, like a, a handmaiden, I think, the dragon yes. was. But just saying that she was surrounded by like burnt and charmed bodies and that she was a bit sus. And so, yeah, he, he I believe he believes. Does Shrek eat human bones? Like, would he, like, you know, would, grind, he grind, down would he grind bones to make his bread? Oh, that's, that's your realm of giants, isn't it? That, that is a giant, but, like, I mean, you know, he's an ogre. So it wouldn't be cannibalism for him. Are ogres, like, is it a divergent evolutionary path, or are they... I think they're a completely different species. Yeah. yeah obviously sentient, you know, like, sentient well, yeah. species. They're people, but they're not homo sapiens. So, like, for Shrek, would, would Shrek's... Right, and I'm using Shrek's as a plural. Oh God, yes, obviously. Would Shrek? I think you'll find the correct, the correct term is Doctor Donkey's. Doctor's ogre. Donkey. Doctor's, Doctor's Donkey <laughs> monster. But like, would in they a farm world, humans? In a, yeah, in a world where there are more Shreks than humans, would they farm humans? What does Shrek eat? Is it just swamp stuff? Onions. No, he is onions. No, he does. Like, I'm sure he eats like onions and garlic and things. As apples, smell like bad. an Australian prime minister. I'm sure he eats things that smell bad. Like swamp. He can't eat swamp. He's a Shrek. We don't know He what... lives in the swamp. He doesn't eat the swamp. You can live where you eat and eat where like you live. Like, if you're a cow... Well, yeah, maybe he's like a cow. An ungulate. He's not, it's, though. He's a Shrek. Shrek onion. Well, what's an ogre? You're not arguing in bad faith and good faith here, rather. You are arguing in bad faith. No, you're right. Discussions about Shrek within a marriage... Are sacred. Well, there has should, to be some. Should, there, has, there has to be some foundation of good faith. Well, this because the, otherwise, what we get is a man going, "Oh, does he eat a swamp?" No, of course no, not. Sure. He can't eat swamps. Oh no, he washed himself with swamp. Yeah. Well, then, like well at some point, I had like an image of Shrek picking up a handful of grots, rubbing it on his bits. Yeah. And I thought maybe he That's also had a bite of it. That's not how you eat. You don't eat by rubbing things on your armpits. Maybe you haven't tried. No, I haven't. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's delicious. Yeah, exactly. What I... if it's got worms in it? What, your armpit? No, the mud that you're putting on your armpit. But you don't eat mud. No, I don't, and neither does Shrek. Well, you don't QED. Shrek. So you're saying you are a Shrek? You're saying no. you have things in common oh with Shrek? Oh, my God. Again, bad faith Bad faith conversation oh, from yeah. the other side of the microphone. I, no, I'm, I'm pivoting to right-wing internet grift, and I'm just <sighs> practising on this. The next one of these podcasts, Jordan Peterson's going to be the guest. He's going to talk about eating raw meat and having benzo yeah. withdrawal. Until <laughs> being it, a fucking idiot. Being a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we were having a nice conversation about Shrek then, and you brought Jordan Peterson up. Get out of my swamp, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Shrek would have no time for him. Would Shrek be amenable to alt-right? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think Shrek would just have no truck with it. I'm, I'm Shrek just... Shrek doesn't have much in the way of patience for anyone. My brain has just caught grifters. up with the sentence. Would Shrek have truck with the alt right? And I th- I think <laughs> I somebody to... is going to bite the dust. Some... <laughs> Somebody's going to bite the dust. Bum bum bum. Somebody's gonna bite the dust. Hey, you better watch out. Somebody's gonna bite the dust. I couldn't remember how it went. It's like a 
grandma at a it, wedding. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I, I felt... It's really powerful. I felt both the oh. embarrasser and the embarrassee. Yeah. I felt embarrassed for myself, <laughs> by myself, <laughs> and on behalf of myself. Somebody's so going to bite good. the dust. It's so good. Oh, my face hurts from laughing at that. That's very funny to me. <laughs> um, how did we get onto Shrek? This I tiny chair. This is. Oh my god, we still haven't even done the second panel. <laughs> so oh. John Arbuckle sits in a tiny chair reading a newspaper. This is His the fourth legs. time we've done this. To so this John Arbuckle, panel. Garfield by Jim Davis for July eighteenth, nineteen seventy-eight. John Arbuckle. Somebody's going to bite the dust. <laughs> So embarrassing. It's such a thing of a deeply uncool parent that's listened to it once it and really shows it's, you it's up in a front of your friends. At a wedding. Oh my god. Somebody's anyway. gonna bite the dust. Oh, carry on. John Arbuckle I sits a break. in a tiny chair. Good news, Garfield, he says as he reads the newspaper. He looks very cheerful. His legs are crossed. He does look cheerful. His eyes are open, his mouth is smiling and wide. Garfield the cat. Uh, a little bit in the background. He's very small. You can't see much. In he's the way. sitting next to John, isn't he? He's on the floor, but he's next to John. Yeah, his eyes are very narrow. He looks very sour. His mouth is downturned. Do we have anything to add to? Are John's legs crossed, or is it just a weird? We can't quite tell what's going on. I can't tell. They're either crossed or they're next to. I each can't other. tell. I just want to finish reviewing this panel. It feels like the perpetual Garfield. <laughs> John Arbuckle sits in a tiny no, chair. No, no, right. Next panel. Middle next panel. panel. We want the next panel. Next panel. We want, we want the, the next, next panel. panel. We want the next panel. We want the next panel. We want the next panel. Right. John is leaning. The door does uh, the, back, the back door sounds like that. Sounds like what? Bum, bum, tsh. When you pull it shut. Does it? Yeah, the door hits twice and he goes, tsh. I've got it on my phone. Hang on. Um, it, it does. It goes bum bum tiss like a door would. Why? Like a door's egg. Like a door, like an egg, like a door's egg, <laughs> like an egg, like a door's egg, like an egg. Um, right, second panel. John is. Oh. My back door sounds a little bit like um, starting bit of We Will Rock You. See? It does a little bit. But that's We Will Rock You, not somebody's gonna bite the dust. <laughs> was the theme from June. It makes me think of like it maybe would be the title of a single that would be in the bargain what? bin at a charity shop. I've forgotten what the real title is. <laughs> Everybody even... bites the dust. No, there we it's go. not. It's it not. is, it is. <laughs> fuck you. Do not play with me here. It's Everybody Bites the Dust. You're doing a bit now. No, fuck you, you're doing it's a bit. Not. It's Everybody Bites It's another one bites the dust. Another one. Ah! Was that genuine? Was that actually oh, that no. wasn't? That wasn't true. You were doing a bit. I'm going to pretend that I was doing a bit then because I can't do this two days in a row. Everybody is having trouble with dust. (laughs) Somebody should buy a duster. But now we're back to Ken Dodd and your low. No. God, it is another one bites the dust, isn't it? It is another one bites the dust. Not everybody. Did you genuinely, I can't tell, because you've got that look on your face, which is your bad poker face. When you're trying to tell me a lie. Hand, hand on heart. I couldn't remember it for a second time. And I forgot that it was called Another One Bites the Dust. And that's I'd... the most grandma thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I wish we edited this because I fully would edit that bit out. 
Partly because it's genuinely embarrassing and genuinely like I am an old man embarrassing his teenage son. And partly because somebody's going to tweet, everybody bite the dust, everybody bites the dust, or some... Open the door, get on the floor, everybody bite the dust. <laughs> oh, I'm going to dine out on this for ages. Second panel of a Garfield we comic strip. No! Second... Second panel. Do we want the second panel or do we not want the second panel? This is dead air. This is bad yeah. I know. Telly. I know. This is this I'm, is this is what this is because you are not letting me this, carry on with the panel. Nuclear submarines will listen to this and then they'll be dead air and they'll be like, "Oh, that's one of the indicators that the British Network of Communications has gone down." What Garfield podcast? The, the Garfield podcast hosted by Guy and Cat Kelly, yes, which is one of the reasons why we still have Radio Four on Longwave. That's one of the reasons why we still have this podcast. Yes, on Longwave because it's. Oh, I might sneeze. It's a long way from Mexican wave. If you're going to sneeze, do it like way away from the microphone because nose noises. Hello, welcome to Nose Noises by Guy and Cat Kelly. Oh, that's a big honk, isn't it? Well, do- oh god, some people must listen to this with their headphones on, and they would have had you hooting and a honking right a down in their ear. And a honking, a hollering, and hooting. Another a one hooting bites and a hollering. Another Everybody's gonna bite the dust. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Right, the second panel, John Arbuckle remains in his very small chair. He's leaning forward slightly. Leaning forward slightly. He's pointing at something in the newspaper. Yeah. Presumably the economic section of the newspaper. Yes, because that's how they divide the newspaper into school subjects. Yes, history, <laughs> economics, yeah. biology, PE. Chem- chemistry, PE. <laughs> PE section says go for a run. The PE section is the sports bit. No, it tells you to go for a run. Yeah, but genuinely. I'm, no, I that think, is the PE. That's yeah, what we're you, calling the sports section. It's now, the, the PE, PE section. It's the PE section. Yeah. All right. Uh, John leaning forward in his chair while Garfield looks at him with utter studied indifference the administration says the rate of inflation is going down the administration the administration. just the government the administration that is a really it's a very weird American term, of... term. Is it yeah I think that, I'm sure they call like the, the presidential office the administration or something, yeah, okay. something well from, like from our point of view in the, the this place where we are now here in it, this it time feels. and in this place. In this time and in this place. Everybody's going to bite the dust. <laughs> yeah. Some, right, somebody's yes. Somebody's going to bite the dust. Oh my God. Another one. I Another was so sure it was... Dust. Fuck. What? I just... I... What's happened? <laughs> What's happened? We're all very tired. If I had a walk... We're I, all very am tired. Am I showing off because we've got guests? No. Oh, we've not introduced our guest for this episode yet. Really funny. Look <laughs> at you in that. Just, <laughs> they've just been sitting there politely. Sitting in polite silence, just occasionally going, oh, uh, not yet, not, not yet. Oh, we do need to get some guests on. We do need to get if some If you're, guests. like, really, really famous, <laughs> um, don't get in touch with us. If you're not really famous. Emailing us to be like, hello, I'd like to appear on your podcast. Ian McKellen is coming on to talk about it. The first time I saw a Garfield comic, I knew then that all literature had died. Wow. Thank you very much, say Ian McKellen. There's a future Charles, not then. Not this cat. Um, The rate of administration says the rate of administration. Why can't I read a Garfield comic? (laughs) What's happened? I'm literate. I've read at least yeah, one but pamphlet. The evidence is demonstrating to the contrary. I've read a book. It had cardboard pages. I... Was it in the bath? 
Yeah. Was it was it plastic? It was chewable. It was chewable, yeah. The administration says the rate of inflation is going down. Um this is apparently good. Um is John Arbuckle economically illiterate? Isn't it bad when inflation is going down? No, inflation in, when it, when inflation goes too far down, that's bad. When inflation goes too far up, inflation is how much things cost. Yeah. So if inflation goes up, then you, things cost. Yeah. More. You you don't you can't buy as much with the money you have. You can't buy as much with the money you have. But if it goes down too much, then everyone saves their money. Everyone saves. Their and money. it's like a spiral of deflation. Pretty pretty much. Yes. Um, there is a relation between inflation and um, employment or unemployment rates. Generally, the you're looking at me. In a like, oh, go on, talk to me about economics. You've got economics. six minutes I've, I'm so not, to tell me about economics. I will not talk to you about economics for six minutes. They don't wish to. They've already had their egg. Um, the main function of, of taxation is to take money out of the economy yeah. to prevent inflation. That's true. Not to pay for not, stuff. Not to pay no. for stuff because the no. government prints money. Yeah. Like, that's it. It's, yeah. And so, like, oh, we, we don't have the money. It's our, it's your, your tax money and they we're trying to work out do. how to spend it. Like, no, no. If you do. wanted yeah. this... You could have this. Yep. It's a choice. Garfield anyway. cares about as much about economic theory as you do, uh, because he is also a sullen cat. Um, he, you, you've gone completely. What are you looking yeah, at? Yeah, I've just noticed. I think this is the wrong. It's oh no! Sellotate. Hang on a minute. What's your problem? Now? Oh, it, it can. Oh no! Wait, it will go onto the little spindle. It's sellotape. Yeah, I know, but there's like a little one for like oh, exclusively for the on-hand dispenser. Does that mean it's not going to fit into my? Oh. This is outrageously I've got sellotape. Poor sorry, telly. yeah, sorry. Welcome this is the to, to Catherine's Sellotape Minute, where Catherine talks about buying the... I resent having to buy sellotape, so regular listeners won't know, because I've never mentioned this before. Uh, my mother used to tell, sell... Sell, tell, used to sell... Self, a small business, didn't she? Self-adhesive tape yeah, to industry. Tapes. As in self-adhesive tape, not like cassettes. Yeah. Uh, selling all sorts of stuff, stuff that was used on helicopters spaceships, all sorts of stuff. And as a consequence, we never wanted for tape in our house. There was always a box of gaffer tape or a box of self-adhesive. Off-brand sellotape. Self-adhesive. Yeah, off-brand sellotape. Well, not off-brand. Well, just, you know, self-adhesive yeah. tape. Whereas we didn't, we just <clears> buy it. And, and now, to this day, decades later, I resent buying a roll of gaffer tape. Like, how far, don't you know who I am? Second panel. John John's in a, a tiny chair. He's in a tiny chair. He's talking to Garfield. Do you remember when I sat in that tiny chair in TK Maxx and you thought I was going to get stuck in it or break it? It was like the IKEA story, but it actually happened. Yeah. Yeah, I do. That's all. I'm just. Yeah. It's just important to have these shared moments, isn't it? Perpetually just following you around with like an, a checkbook open, ready to apologise at a moment's notice. Like when I was in the garden centre and there was a sign that said, do not move baskets past this point. And so I thought, as a bit of a jape, as a bit of a giggle, I'd be all like, oh, I'm going to move a basket past this point. Yeah. What you are they going to do? You didn't think anyone would happen, would you? No. And no. so what there is in the baskets, there must have been a sort of near field communication type situation. And a sensor on that point because the second I moved the basket past that point, it went wee wee wee, and I you fucking ran. I you legged it. it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. absolutely legged yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. I laughed. All mouth, no trousers. I laughed. You, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You were all like, "Oh, look how cheeky and naughty I'm being." And the moment, the moment you were caught out, you were yeah. like, "Oh, it wasn't me. I'm a good boy, really." <laughs> well, first of all, it was me, and I am a good boy, really. But discretion is the better part of valor. If you know. 
Well, that's I've had my fun. I've moved it past that point. I've seen what the consequences Woo! are, and I'm extracting my. And you ran. I recorded ran that, off. and it's a proper. It becomes a proper bit of Blair Witch footage as the camera points to the floor and wobbles as you see my feet frantically move through the garden centre in arboreal oh panic. Oh my god, right. Have we got anything else to say about panel two? No, it's just John reading to Garfield. What the fuck does a cat care about the economic <laughs> section of the You've just made this funny! But that's spoiled... <laughs> But that's now spoiled by the final panel, which suggests that Garfield does actually know a lot about well, maybe either it's economics a double bluff. or the trustworthiness of the government. It's a double bluff. But that's right, genuinely Right, final funny. panel. Why would you read? <laughs> We've got a copy of the Financial Times I bought yesterday for your sewing. Yeah. We can read that to the cats and see what happens. I'm going to explain that. I'm using the Financial Times no, is a no. big broadsheet, so I'm using it to draw out um, a pattern just to see if it's going to work. I personally, I'm actually reading it as I go along. I personally it's an interesting read. the sentence... <laughs> I believe the Financial Times for your sewing. For my sewing, And then leaving yeah. that as a bit um, of mystery. We can't tell them everything, Catherine. The it's FT... like telling them that we're both recording this in the nude. They didn't need to know that. And... God, imagine it'd be far too cold. I've got a... The funny thing is I'm, I'm genuinely covered in a blanket because I'm cold. My I'm um, genuinely covered in a blanket because I'm cold t-shirt is asking a lot, yes. raising a lot of questions. Um, no, the FT is quite interesting. I was saying this to you yesterday. Like The FT is like the one paper where capital tells the truth to itself. Um, yeah. Anyway... Um, panel right. third. Panel third at last. It's oh my a, god, we're over an hour. At last. Oh, shit. Wow. <sighs> I tell you what, though, this picked up after the, <laughs> like after the, the slow bit at the start, which took about thirty minutes. It picked up in the latter half. It was. It's all right, which is, is good it? because people oh, notoriously yeah. listen to something, and if it's a bit slow and a bit dry, they think I'll just give this half an hour to forty-five yeah. minutes and yeah. see if it picks up. So well done for those of you that are still here. You've had something. Garfield. It's a close-up, well, a moderately close-up of Garfield. There's no John Arbuckle. He might still be in the chair. He could be anywhere. Uh, he's looking directly at the camera. His mouth's downturned. His eyes are still lidded, but he looks he he looks grumpy. Is he supposed to look wry, or is this just grumpy? Is there think, is there an element of I think there's supposed to be, like, yeah, cynicism here. He's kind of... Um... He's very much anticipating the ironic cynicism of the 1980s. We're starting to see that emerge. I no, I don't know. I think he's just. I think this you have is to explain a, what he's saying. Well, he's saying that in a buck fifty will get you a cup what, of coffee. Why is that like a known phrase or something? You have to explain this to the, me now. So the implication. We're at the point now where you can explain this to me. Okay, coffee costs one dollar fifty cents. Does it? In this, at the minute, yes. Right. I, I don't know that from history. I know that from that phrase. That in a buck fifty will get you a cup of coffee. It's implying that what has just been said to him is nothing. It's worthless. Whether is it? Is that what the phrase is? Yeah, you I, say that, which is like someone is that like a sort of. Yeah, oh, of, I've, I've been. What's nominated. that got to do with the price of peas? Yeah, I've I've been nominated for an award for my Garfield podcast. Uh, that and a buck fifty will get you a cup of coffee. I have never heard that expression. Well, that's because we use pounds and ounces here. Don't we? No, but I've like never. I look, I know you're trying to like bait me, but I'm genuinely, I've never heard that expression before. Is it actually an expression? Yes, that and a buck fifty. Well, yeah, like that and a dollar will get you a whilst I'm. I've never heard that. Again, we're English. We use we use. Cash. Yeah, but why have you heard it? Because I read widely and take an active role, like an active part in engaging with the world. Yes, so do than I. Sitting playing video games for all hours, becoming obsessed about Elden Ring and Bloodborne, and talking about nothing other than the healing church. I I want to make that book now. <sighs> That's funny. Imagine though a live action Bloodborne series. On Netflix. But, but right, don't everything, do it. 
everything in don't it. Do is this. Fun. Don't do this to me. But the protagonist. Don't do it. You're gonna say the tiny man from IKEA. <laughs> You're gonna say Shrek. It's Shrek. It's, a, yeah. it's Shrek. <laughs> You're horrible. Right, all of Bloodborne. No. But you play as Shrek. <laughs> I mean, people have definitely made Shrek-looking characters oh in Souls God. games to play as. Oh. But, or do you mean the voiced by I used to enjoy Mike Myers films like Wayne's World pretty Wayne's good. World was good uh, I was going to say stop or my mom will be an axe murderer so I married an axe murderer was Fine. that Mike Myers so I married an axe murderer yeah who's the stop or my mom will sh- oh that's Shoot, Sylvester Stallone wasn't Slane. it yeah. yeah stop also, or my mom will Mrs. somebody bites the dust Mrs. Doubtfire it should be called don't tell mom the babysitter's dad yes that's a very good one um, that's a really unsettling film stop or my mom respect. will that's in a buck fifty. We'll get you yeah. a cup of coffee. So either is it he... Garfield doesn't care? No. Or is it, this a comment on the economy? It's it's cynicism. It's, is it it's, both? It's not. I don't care. It's either he doesn't believe what the administration says, so he doesn't believe. That oh right, I see. He's expressing uh, cynicism at the, what, that they're telling the truth. Yes. Right. Or it's cynicism that a drop in inflation will positively affect his quality of life. Right. So, him but it's saying, also is is there an irony to the fact that he's talking about what uh, what uh, what a certain what amount of money? Of yeah, cost. what a certain amount of money will cost? I would or put, will I buy would, you. I would put cash money on that not being intentional. Right, because that's what threw me. Yeah. I think it was the disparity between so what looked like it could potentially be like an interesting, um, uh, you know, syn- syn- the synthesis of ideas and it being Garfield. No, I think this is just saying that is that is worthless. Either the word of the administration is worthless, or inflation going down will not affect the common or garden working man. That's this is the sort or of working thing. cat. Yes, of which Garfield is not. Garfield does not have a job. Why does he dislike Mondays? Um, <laughs> what was that? That's me becoming passionate. I've been taking public speaking classes, oh my God. and they say the best thing to do is start talking like you've just caught your balls in a mousetrap. <laughs> Uh, when you want to really emphasise um, oh, the, the yes. passion, the Simon maybe. Callow approach. So, yeah, this is the sort of thing that, like, you'd expect a weary trucker. You're in a diner. It's late, and like, you turn to the trucker next to you and you say, "Well, I see Eisenhower has said that in six months' time there's going to be a big fucking orange cat that's cynical." And the man next to you says, "Let a bug fifty will get." Like that. I see. If I saw that in a film, I would have no idea what that meant. Can you not infer it from no. what it says? No, because it's just so completely irrelevant. I think you need to and know the price even... of a cup of coffee. So, like <laughs> that. Okay. Uh, the rate of administration. Uh, the ah! The administration says the rate of inflation is going down. That and three pounds a month will get you access to early release episodes on Patreon.com/idlmpodcast. Well, I can sort of see that, but because because that's totally irrelevant. Is that the point? I well, d- no. I'm just I'm I don't get this. I don't think so. I want a, to. A, a cup of coffee. I don't think I want to do the work to understand this. Do you want me to draw you a graph? No. What if no, I follow I you around the house drawing a graph, like doing economics at you? No, this I isn't economics. This is an idiom. No, I don't want to know. I don't want to understand. You, you, you this. do not wish to comprehend an idiom no. about Garfield. No. Or coffee. No. 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 Any I thoughts about? To. Absolutely none. No thoughts whatsoever about this strip. Other than that, it's incomprehensible. 
I can comprehend and, it, and, but and I, mild. It's yeah, it's very mild. Like I said earlier, it, it feels very much like a lasagna cat for dumb tish. <laughs> it's nothing. It's it's fucking it's And then the song It's a cat cynical about And then it would launch into like a Garfield version of Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. Well, who am I to disagree about that? Yes. See that's <laughs> a fucking ouch. That that was quite nice. It was good. It was and good. and yet it was good. you rock up. With your station wagon and your hooting family in the back, <laughs> and, and you lean out hollering the about and oil, hooting and hollering, and, and with your crass southern ways. Let's have a look at the comments. That's we that's sure know how to boil a crawfish. Um, this strip is BS. The dot 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 before Starbucks says Steelers Neo. I don't think anyone in the comments would have. Um, Galactic Yoshi over 10 years ago, but what about Garfield's rate of inflation? What does that mean? Well, that... Does it is, mean uh, that Garfield is getting fatter? Well, that is re- referring to Garfield being a fat cat, but we've seen that he becomes thinner. Like, this is the largest Garfield's going to be. Yeah. And then with, with you know, with the passage of time, he becomes this mass market cut- cookie-cutter, stamped-out, die-cut, piece-of-shit, fucking nothing, rather than the charmingly jowled... Beast that we have oh. here. Angel Princess 72, again, over 10 years ago. I know, it's so expensive nowadays. Even the small cup sizes are dear. Are these people all fundamentally misunderstanding the comic? These are they, your people. Have they, have they not people. heard of this idiom these, either? These are your people, Catherine. This is are the they water. all thinking it's genuinely about the cost of coffee? The, this is the water that you swim in at the minute. This is you. The, these are your peers. Do you know what? Fine. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm too I'm too tired. R. Tucker 913 says, is that good or bad? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Odie the dog. These comics be like, a bug 50, that's expensive. Nowadays be like, £8.50. No, $8.50 for a small. That's a steal of a deal. What? I will say that there's no currency there's symbol no currency there. That symbol. could be yeah. Chinese yuan for all you know. It could. It's, uh, random counsellor guy says, XD, close brackets, which I guess is a smiley face with a double chin. I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, Kendrell, notice it's the rate of inflation is going down. In other words, inflation isn't stopping. It's just occurring more slowly. Ah, politics. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but surely that's a good thing. You don't want inflation to stop suddenly. Because no. that would imply like some kind of catastrophic economic crash or, you know, and everyone would be withdrawing their money and it would yeah, imply be a, runs there'd be on a, banks. Yeah, there'd be a run yeah. on the banks. It would be, yeah. We, we, inflation is, is a thing. The only problem... The only... With normal inflation, inflation at reasonable levels, that's only a problem when wages don't rise in line with it. Like, say, for example, you had 30 years of stagnating wages. Yeah, like, say, for example, right now, the world yeah. that we're currently living so, in. So the price of everything is going up apart from the cost of my hourly labour. Yes, which is where you find people turning to uh, avenues of work that just debase themselves, just crass, like, just fundamentally demeaning yeah. avenues of, of earning a living, like... Uh, Podcast about Garfield. Oh, talking um, about Shrek. Talking about Shrek. Should we do a spin-off Shrek I would podcast? talk about Shrek for free, though. Should we, should oh we, my God, yes. Let's review special, Shrek. Should we do, we'll do a, a special, special podcast episode Shrek. with Jack? My about little brother Shrek. who talks about Shrek more than we're anyone. We're going to do that. We're going to rewatch Shrek and we're going to talk about Shrek Are we going, with Jack. Is that going to be my birthday present? Yeah. A podcast about Shrek. Yeah, we'll do that. It's a special one-off episode. Don't want this. We'll talk about it. Let's do it. Uh, Garfoeld fan. <laughs> this is my favourite. 27 days ago, Garfoeld fan says, Catachino? Your misspelled yeah. username is funnier 
than your comment. I forgot to get some of those nice cappuccino packets. I was going to get some in last time. You were. Well, if you go down the shop, can you get some? If you go down to the shops to take can everyone, you get some cappuccino packets? Everyone's comic, the dust. comic fan says gas prices are M. Uh, gas prices uh, right now. Uh, uh, but they're presumably American because they said gas where yeah. petrol still is basically free. Yeah, compared to here. Petrol yeah. in America. I know, I know. It's I'd really love to serious. have an electric car, but we can't get a um, charger for it outside. Yeah, I'd like one. I can't get one for the charger for the outside, though. I this... bet we could. Like, you know, we could easily hook it up to my wall. Well, there used to be a three phase socket in the kitchen, do you remember? No, I mean, like, you can get, like, permanent um, hookups. I think they should all be fixed. That's called marriage. That's true. Hey, that was a joke, wasn't it? Was it? Permanent good. hookups is marriage. Don't, very good. don't sigh and say that's no, very was, good. No, I liked that. I did, liked did you? Yeah, Other people nice. laugh no, rather nice. than go, ah, that's very good. No, it was good. I do laugh. Do you? When, yeah. That's when I say bottom. When you, when you sit down in a tiny chair and your butt gets... No, you. the thing is, you fundamentally don't laugh then. You become panicked that a man <laughs> will have to come. <laughs> And remove the chair from my bottom. That would be so funny. Well, as, as a crowd gather, <laughs> taking funny. pictures, like there'd be flash bulbs popping off. For You'd some be reason. furious. You'd be like really annoyed at all of the fuss. I would be annoyed at the you'd fuss. You'd be annoyed at all the fuss. Chair... You'd, you'd reckon that everyone was making a fuss about nothing, but you'd also you'd refuse help to get out of the tiny chair that was stuck on your butt. You'd like make a massive fuss about it while decrying the fuss around you, and it would be hilarious. Well, on that note, I'm going to have a sandwich. <laughs> so, um, John Arbuckle says, "Good news, Garfield. He's sitting in a very tiny chair." Catherine's eyes have just gone very wide indeed. This podcast is supported by its listeners on our Patreon. We have 29 Patreon them. backers, which is delightful. Uh, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can go to i. D, no, don't do that. ID clip. Everybody's going to vote for that. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, you can go to patreon.com slash IDLM podcast for £3 per month. You will guarantee that this is released on a weekly basis because we need that goad. Uh, you will also help us pay for the hosting and you'll get early release episodes. Um, £6 a month. You get all of the benefits of £3 a month, but you also get an essay from Catherine once a month. Uh, the newest essay has has landed. It's genuinely a brilliant piece of writing. I think Thank it's you. funny. I think it's insightful. Um, I think you've got too much thoughts in your head. And I want as many people to read it as possible. I think it's really good. Uh, we're going to thank two people for Patreon supporting. Are you having a, one of those days? Are you being a bit, you know... Everybody's going to bite the yeah. dust. Yeah, yeah. Louis Strong, thank you for supporting our Patreon. Thank you. Uh, Louis Strong supports the Patreon. That's good. Bam has something else as well. Thank you very much also to Elizabeth P. Um, your uh, time, energy and uh, chosen Patreon tier is very much appreciated. Um, so if you'd like to do that, fucking do it. I'm not the boss of you. I, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't. No. I would I then again? Yeah, I probably would. I probably would. Something I already support... Stupid. Like several patrons, so the money well, that comes in from this just goes out to other people. Goes to other better yeah. podcasts. Goes to other better podcasts. Yes. Um, you can also and to pay for hosting. You can also uh, contact us at IDLM Podcast on Have we checked that Twitter. Yeah, I, I've got it on my phone. Oh, yeah. 
no one does because what's there to be said? Oh, I'd we, love to hear from we've people. We've talked about Garfield for an hour and 50. If you've been thinking about like tweeting us or sending us an we email, we just occasionally get sinister it. letters do from, it. from Queeks. Yeah. We do need it. to find that other one and read it out, actually. Do uh, send us nice things. Yes, email us at idlmpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Tell us about. I don't know what you're looking at right now. This right now, as you're listening, tell us to this, about what how, are you looking at. Tell how us how funneling your lips went last week. Oh yeah, did you enjoy your prize? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Um, um, if yeah. you'd like to contact um, me directly, fucking have a word. But I am on Twitter at BrainMage. I am also found on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash BrainMage, where I stream cryptic crosswords at lunchtimes and then uh, probably video games in evenings. Um, it's it's nice. The chat are a lovely bunch. It's a surprisingly a bunch pleasant of fucking community. lunatics. Well, yeah, but they're really nice. I love them, but they're all wild. Oh yeah, they they wow. they cast from a different forge. Yeah. But I'm delighted by good it. people. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Wangleberry, and I do sell art at um, chickenscratch.co.uk. I was about to say actually, um, if folks, um, it's genuinely really really helpful if you can like. I know everyone goes, oh, please read and review, but actually, if you if you do get a second, just to. Click a little button and pop a little. That's oh, all right. A cheeky, a cheeky little five star yeah, review. Helps. You'd be an absolute legend. We just yeah, and maybe like just you know sharing links on Twitter and things. Oh, tell if you people feel like about it. Yeah, just telling people. Oh, about tell it. people yeah. about it. Don't tell them. Don't let them know. Tell them to start listening. No, it's, from it's somewhere a genuine. In the... There's a genuine point that I'm making here, which is that like you know it's really really fun doing this and like it's nice to get it out to people because it's I think, so nice you know, to hear that it's, it's made nice. people laugh. Yeah, and it'd be nice to like build an audience to just. Talk to people. I think I've still got onion going on in my eyes. <laughs> There's a reason for that. And that reason... Shrek. <laughs>